Hooray! Hey, how are you doing? From coast to coast to around the globe, this is We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode number 554. I'm titling this one Satisfaction. It's Thursday, June 30th, end of June already, 2022. 61 degrees Fahrenheit, feels like 61, high is going to be about 80 degrees today here in central New York. Winds are out of the southwest, two miles per hour. Stick around, when we come back, we'll dive off with our quote. We'll be right back. And just like that, we are back. Thank you so much for stopping over to We Live on a Planet. If it's your first time here, welcome. If you're coming back, welcome back. This is a personal journal with a variety show flair. It's always one and done, no edits, uh, unscripted. All I have is show notes just to keep me on track so I don't stray too far. Even with show notes, fair fair warning. Is that it? I will ramble <laughs> just to let you know. All right, here's our quote. Satisfaction lies in the effort, not in the attainment. Full effort is full victory. Mahatmas, Mahatmas Gandhi. I can never say his first name right. If you also follow the show, you know that, hey, I make mistakes. That's okay. I'm not perfect. The world is not perfect. Um, yeah. All right. I am loving, loving my new Roadcaster Pro 2. Yeah, as you can hear, the crowd loves it too, as that's screaming right in your ear if you're wearing headphones. (laughs) It's so nice, though. The sound is amazing. I'm getting good feedback from you guys, my listeners, letting me know that you like the sound. I'm really like using it, too. I've only used it once for my uh, podcast prior to this one. So I was really looking forward to coming out and talking to you I always do, but I was really looking forward to coming out and using the Roadcaster Pro 2 and just kind of getting under the hood, still rooting around. It still smells like a new car. Plus, I, I am loving my NTH100 Rode headphones. They are fire. They're so nice. I hear everything that is going to be recorded. There's no question on are you hearing it or aren't you hearing it? If my headphones pick it up and I hear it, that means it's going to be recorded that way. And that's the way it is. My old headphones with my old red, my old headphones are really nice anyways, but uh, the old roadcaster, I'd always hear a little bit of feedback and my wife though did not feedback, but like white noise or something. My wife made a big comment and remark when she drove home from work the other day. She listens to my podcast as she's driving home. And she usually in the car has to have the volume cranked to be able to hear it. And she didn't have to have it cranked way up. And she said that after that episode was over, the next episode aired, which was using my old Rodecaster Pro. And she said there was a considerable difference in sound quality. So I'm happy with my purchase. 
It's groovy. Everything's working out fine. I'm a happy guy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Yell it from the rooftops. I've got all kinds of toys with this thing. That's for sure. <laughs> all right. What else do we have going on with this show? Um, oh, my gosh. I cannot wait to go scuba diving this weekend with my brother-in-law on the Arrow, the boat I dive off of when I go to the St. Lawrence River. Excuse me. Did you hear that little wheeze? I had a little wheeze in me. I better get rid of that wheeze before I go diving. Another one. What I need to do is actually this morning, my wife and I have first thing this morning when Aqua Spa, Aqua Spa Float and Wellness Center opens right here in Oswego, we're going to get our float on and go do a 60-minute float in the salt tank float therapy. Maybe while I'm there, I'll jump in the salt room and it gets rid of this wheeze that I have. And it's amazing. Salt therapy is so amazing. Aqua Spa is amazing. And um, yeah, if you're around the area and you're hearing this and you live around the Oswego area or even on the outskirts, Make that trip to Oswego to come visit Aqua Spa. You'll thank yourself. All right, stick around. We'll be back. I'll clear this wheeze out of me, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Wheeze free. All I had to do was cough real quick, and I didn't want to cough into the microphone. I probably could have muted it. Would have got rid of that little bit of wheeze. Back to my diving that I was telling you about. Uh, my course that I'm taking this weekend is for my advanced open water course. Right now, I'm an open water diver, which allows me to go to 60 feet deep. How many meters is that? I don't know. I'm sorry. I should know my listeners out there that use something that use the metric system, unlike here in America. But it allows me to go to 60 feet deep. But with my advanced open water course, I'll be able to go to 130 feet. And if you follow the show, you know that there's other things besides me being able to go deeper that I'm going to get specialized in as an advanced open water diver. So I can't wait to do that. I also can't wait to ring the bell on the arrow, the boat that I was telling you about that I dive off from. There's a big bell right in the wheelhouse right near the, the steering wheel of the boat. And when you get your advanced open water course and you succeed su succeed by graduating it, one of the things that you do is go down to dive down to the prop of the shipwreck that I go over, which is named the Keystorm. It sank the same year as the Titanic. It was a coal barge. And the propeller is like one propeller is 12 foot. They're huge, and they're in over 90 feet of water. So once you get to see those, you come up to the surface, you get to the arrow, you ring that bell. And I got a fever, and the only fever is more cowbell. That was a terrible Christopher Walken. I can do Christopher Walken usually if I want to. He's one of my favorites, Christopher Walken. Him, there's a couple actors I would love to see in a, in a movie together that are just strange, like 
put Nicolas Cage, Christopher Walken, Kristen Glubber, if he's even around anymore, <laughs> Glubber, Glubber. He would Crispin. He was a strange character. Andy Kaufman, if he was still alive. Those guys were just some strange birds. Interesting. Usually, though, the more genius, the more crazy. So I kind of hurt my shoulder the other day at the fitness court doing some push-ups, but it's already better, and I'm happy about it because I went to the fitness court in Brightback Park right here in the city of Oswego the other night with my wife and did a bunch of push-ups and these things where you put your feet up against the wall, you hang on to these rings and go in a vertical position. I did that and then I just hung on to rings and let all my weight just pull down on my shoulders and everything and my shoulder feels fine now. And it's not the shoulder that I hurt from doing all those push-ups last season, but um, I didn't overdo it this time which is good, but uh, who knows what's why that happened. But I do know that I'm, as I get older, I'm feeling more achy and painy. The things that, well, mostly right now, from my car accident in 2019, when I was head on and had to get cut out of the car and was trapped in it for an hour, one of my legs was broke, my left leg. The other one was all crushed by the dash, no broken, but crushed. And um, the left leg that I broke, I broke right on my tibia plateau, which is right above or below your kneecap. And my knee will ache certain times. I can tell when it's going to rain or whatever. And the other day we were, when I went to the fitness court, I had to put on a knee brace that I got. And it's just so stretchy knee braces that you put on, not any rigid knee brace with all the hardware on the side. Hopefully I won't need one of those, but you never know. There could be worse things, right? All right, stick around when we come back. There'll be more, I promise. We'll be right back. And just like that, we're back again. All right, jumping topics. I can't believe that I'm coming up, it is going to be seven years, seven years this August coming up of sobriety, August 20th to be exact. And it has not always been easy, that's for sure. There's been some times I've white knuckled it and I'm still always going to be that alcoholic, even though I'm sober, I have that in me. So I can't drink one beer or one drink. I know I can't. If I do, I'm right down that rabbit hole again. But I'm proud of myself. I don't say that much, and I should, and I should give myself more credit. Seven years of sobriety is a long time. If you told me seven years ago that I could be sober for seven years, first of all, I would say, why would I want to do that? And then I'd be like, uh, nobody does that. Nobody can go seven years without a drink. You, ha you, can you have to have at least one drink. And uh, no, you can. You can go seven years without a drink. I'm living proof. And I'm all kinds of screwed up. 
I have so many issues, I need a magazine rack. But, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I should have been this. Wow, that was a long cricket. Hey, the crickets don't sound so... Robotty on the new Roadcaster Pro 2 because I had the cricket sound before, but they sounded like the electric crickets. But yeah, now I just need to quit cigarettes. I really do. And they are so hard to quit. I quit for a year and four months before, but they are so hard. Dang you, 80s. Dang you, 1980s. I grew up in the 70s and 80s and they just it was glorified in all the movies all the teeny teenage movies that are coming out all the heroes and heroines are smoking a cigarette it was everywhere you could smoke in hospitals you could smoke in malls you could smoke on an airplane you i mean in a hospital you could get a smoking room in the hospital believe it or not and if you're not old enough you you're probably like, what? You could smoke in a hospital and in a mall? It seems like that would just be terrible. In bars back in the day when you could smoke in a bar? Oh, my gosh. It was just brutal how much smoke would be in there. And even if you're a smoker, you're like, ugh, rough. And uh, I need to quit. I really do, and I hate it. And they just keep New York State just is brutal on taxes we're one of the highest tax states in the union and we get taxed for everything and a pack of cigarettes for just a, a bottom of the barrel pack of cigarettes is a little over 11 dollars yeah a little over 11 dollars mm -hmm. that took a little while to find that sound i got five sound pads full and each sound pad holds eight sounds, so I've got however many that is. I can't do the math. <laughs> I hate math. Oh, math is tricky. It's like spelling. I can't spell to save my life. Uh, it's weird, though. I can't spell, but I can tell if a word is spelt wrong because I can tell it looks wrong and I can tell it's spelt wrong, but it doesn't mean I know how to spell it correctly. Yeah, crazy. All right, um, when we come back, we'll kind of stop rambling. We'll end up learning something because what we do here at We Live on a Planet, besides what we just did now, of just kind of like, hey, this is what's going on with me. We learn something, too, by going over to the fact site, the History Channel, uh, Webster's Dictionary, Get Word of the Day, a random did-you-know fact. So it's a potpourri of everything mishmash in this show all rolled into one of a show that i like to call we live on a planet i like how i tied that in we'll be right back and just like that we're back all right we are at webster's website before we head on over to the fact site or the history channel, we'll just get the word of the day, to, day in. And this is a word I've never heard. And my vocabulary is 
pretty full. I'm an older guy. I've been around on this planet for a while, so I've heard a lot of words, but this word I hadn't heard, and let's see if I can get it to play. Scintillate. Let's hear that one more time. Scintillate. Scintillate. It's a verb. S-C-I-N-T-I-L-L-A-T-E. Scintillate. Scintillate. What it means, scintillates, scintillate, meaning to dazzle or impress with liveliness or wit. Like my buddies over at Canadian Politics is Boring. Or maybe myself. I don't know. I, I wouldn't think of that, but I, maybe. Maybe you think so. <laughs> Here's an example. Her hilarious and topical stand-up routine absolutely scintillated the audience brought the audience brought her back for two encores. Scintillate. Maybe I've heard it, but it doesn't sound that familiar. All right, we did that. Now let's do a did you know. I find this fascinating. I follow on Facebook, which I, I'd like to wean myself. I'm not on it all the time, that's for sure. But I'd like to wean myself from some social media and Facebook being one of them. But this is a Facebook page called Did You Know? And it's, did you know almost all mammals take about 21 seconds to empty, to empty their bladders? Scientists conducted in-depth studies of different mammals peeing and discovered that an animal's mass bladder pressure and urethra size all work together in harmony with the gravitational pull and create the 21-second law of urination. Yeah, there's, a, there's such a thing. So any mammal, about 21. Yeah, even you, goat. Yes, even you, goat. 21 seconds. Aren't you glad you know that now? See what I mean by all the stuff you can learn <laughs> right here? We live on a planet. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know why that's fascinating. Now I know myself. Next time I have to go number one, I'll be counting. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. <laughs> Although you got to count a little bit quicker, I think, than that to be a second. I don't know. All right. Uh, what else were we going to do? Um, hmm. What else could we do? Oh, I know. Let's head on over to the facts site. We'll do that when we come right back. Stick around. And we are back. Yay, big up. Reggae air horn. Man, I miss Jamaica. Anytime I hear a reggae air horn, those are a real deal when you're in Jamaica. You hear those in the streets and everything and on the radio. All right, here we are <laughs> at the fact site. It's the end of June already. So I pulled up on the fact site a couple facts about July. 20 facts about July, to be exact. I doubt we'll do all 20, though. It says it's a six-minute read. 
it would take me longer than that, the way I read. I can read fine. It's just reading out loud is hard for me to do a lot of times. I don't know why. It started, stemmed, I remember when I was young, you used to have to read aloud in class. I don't know if kids have to do that now. They probably don't because they don't want to pressure any kid. My wife and I were talking about how kids are treated nowadays and parenting is so different. But um, that's another topic. And um, I can remember having to read out loud and the, the anxiety of that, knowing you had to read out loud when it, when your turn was coming up. When you start counting down, there's like two kids in front of you and you're going to be next. And so you start going ahead of chapters or paragraphs to anticipate what paragraph you're going to read to practice it. That was me. All right, here we go. R moving on instead of rambling. Line between June and August. July is the seventh month of the Gregorian calendar. Of course, as we are at the beginning of the second half of the year, it's a great time to start on a new foot. All right, so well, how do we get the name July? July was named after the famous Roman general Julius Caesar by the Roman Senate. As it was the month he was born in, Julius Caesar was a formidable military general and statesman, statesman who was largely responsible for changing the Roman Republic into a Roman Empire. The month was previously called Quint Quintilis, Latin for fifth, and was the fifth month of the ten-month-long ancient Roman calendar. As the second month of summer, July is, on average, the warmest month of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. In the Southern Hemisphere, equivalent is January. In the Southern Hemisphere, though, July is, on average, the coldest month of the year, being the second month of winter. So my friends listening over in Australia right now, you're chilly. We're getting warm and you're going... Oh, mate, it is cold. Crikey. Do you say that? Okay, <laughs> probably not. Okay, in the early July, in early July, a period of time called the dog days of summer begins. I've heard that. Historically, they were observed within ancient Rome and Greek astrology and were connected with bad luck, mad dog attacks. Yeah, you heard that right? Unexpected thunderstorms, heat, and drought. They gained their name as dog days as they were connected with the star Cirrus, which is part of the Canis Majora, the greater dog star system. Nowadays, the dog days referred to when the hottest days of summer begin. Wild dog attacks? Germany. Coincidentally, it was a it was in July that the rabies vaccine was first successfully given to a patient. The French microbiologist Louis Pasteur administered the vaccine to a nine-year-old called Joseph Mester on July 6, 1885. The child had been bitten by a rabid dog. And Louis Pasteur, unsure whether the vaccine would be successful, decided it was worth testing. Fortunately for the boy... It worked. Fortunately for the world, we have pasteurization because of that man. And also, I guess, 
the rabies vaccine, which I never knew. Ooh, here's one. On July 5th, 1946, the world's first bikini was unveiled in the famous Pristine Motello swimming pool in Paris. Just in time for the heat of summer, the bikini was modeled by showgirl Michelin Bernardi. Well, the two-piece forms of swimmer previously existed, none used as little fabric as the bikini. All right. I think that's good. There's a lot more on July, facts about July. I encourage you to head on over to the facts site where you can learn more facts about July, or there's a search engine, and you can type in what you're looking for, and usually there's something about it or something similar to it. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. We tease them a lot because we got them on the spot. Welcome, Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. How do how weird to sing with myself. <laughs> yeah, with these smart pads, you can record anything. So I just decided to record that little jingle of the welcome back and then added my little bit of terrible singing. Good thing I have a good voice for radio, but not for singing. All right. Well, at least you, you've told me and other people have told me that they enjoy my voice. I don't hear it. Um, it's my voice. Whenever I hear it recorded, it sounds funny to me. You know exactly what I'm talking about. If you've heard your voice recorded before, you're like, that sounds weird. That's me. All right, here we go. We're over at the History Channel's website. This day in history in 1520, June 30th, Spanish retreat from Aztec capital. June 30th, 1520, faced with an Aztec revolt against their rule forced under the Spanish conquistador Hernan Cortez. Cortez, fight their way out of Tenochtitlan. Oh my God, Tenochtitlan. Tenochtitlan. Wow, I never even heard of that. I butchered the name of that place. Okay, moving on. That's okay. That's not perfect. I'm not perfect. Come on, scrolling, scrolling. Keep my thumb a scrolling. Give me the next fact. All right, also on this day, westward expansion, 1878, wounded soldiers evacuated from the little big horn by steamboat. Man, the westward expansion was brutal here in the United States. All right, moving forward, Cold War, 1974, Soviet dancer. Mikhail Brezhnikov defects from the USSR. And I can remember that dancer, Mikhail Brezhnikov. Really good dancer, ballet. 19th century, 1859. A daredevil crosses Niagara Falls on a tight rope. Jean Francois Graviat, if I said that right, a Frenchman known professionally as Charles Blondin, becomes the first daredevil to walk across Niagara Falls on a tightrope. 
Crazy. Space exploration, 1971, so Soviet cosmonauts perish in reentry disaster. That's too bad. The three, three Soviet cosmonauts. I think it's interesting. I've said before, if you are a cosmonaut, you have to know English. And if you are an astronaut, you have to know Russian. Well, you have to do that because of the International Space Station, I'm sure. World War II, 1934, Hitler purges members of his own Nazi party in Night of the Long Knives. Never even heard of that. And uh, Hitler, man, there's a guy that should have never been born. Art, There would have been another one to fill his place. Art, literature, and film history. 1936, Gone with the Wind is published. Never seen that movie. Uh, it's from 1936, but uh, what does it say? It was, yeah, 1936. It says more, but it's all boring. It just seemed like it's too boring to me. I, I don't know. I'm not into that kind of stuff. Some of the classics are just, uh, speaking of classics, here's another one, art literature and film history. 1989, that was a good year. Do the Right Thing, released in theaters. I was graduating high school in 1989. And Do the Right Thing, Spike Lee's just great film. Spike Lee, good director. All right, crime, 1981, the first of Bender ends up on the FBI's 10 most wanted list. Glenn Godwin, a young business owner, is convicted of murder in Riverside County, California, and sentenced to 26 years to life in prison. And that sums it up on the History Channel, right? Isn't that where we just were? Yeah. That's the wrinkle on our brain sound. We'll be right back. Oh, whoa, that was a quick one, right? Either that was a real quick show or that was race car driver of car number 66, Jeff Sharkey, right here of Oswego, New York. Who knows? Maybe it was that Jeff? His car is sharp this year. It looks good. And, um... I want to have Jeff on the show again as a guest. That way we can catch you guys up to date what's going on with him. He can tell you about his new car, tell you about the new track that he's racing at, and all that kinds of good stuff. All right, so I'm really looking forward to my float this morning. I haven't floated in a while, so that will be good. It sounds good, too. We did everything that I wanted to do for today's show, so thank you for that. I Got to come out and play around a little bit with the Roadcaster Pro 2 again, which is fun. A lot of fun. I enjoy it a lot. Whoa, that slows me down. <laughs> I was talking totally normal. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, speaking of fun, before we leave, I love hearing from you guys. I always ask you at the end of the show to reach out to me 
If you're using the Anchor app, you know how. If you're not, you can head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. There's a little phone icon. Touch that, and you can rate and review the show. Also, on my webpage, there is a link to my wife's website. I encourage you to go check out my wife's website if you're looking for unique, one-of-a-kind pieces of artwork. She takes custom orders. Her artwork is beautiful, and her Instagram is is strong with art. But her website, like I said, is right. There's a link on my website to it. All right, so I just pulled up the Anchor app and on my phone, and what I'm doing is I am going to be playing a call from you guys because I love listening to you. Here we go. Line one. Patrick, my man, I'm impressed because I would say there is a audio upgrade to your presentation. I, I think the mic sounds crisper. I think what you were talking about before when you said that the machine tends to recognize your equipment or it knows your equipment. And I don't know if your Roadcaster Pro 1 did that as efficiently, but there is a boost in your audio quality as far as I can tell and see. It just seems like the mic is more centered. Well, like you said, you can move it around and, and manipulate it a little bit more and you can you can do all kinds of fancy tricks. But I would say there's a quality step up in the audio and the presentation itself. So I can see why you're excited and like a kid in a candy store because that thing, um, and we haven't even touched, like you said, you haven't even touched the service, but surface, but I tell you what, man, that's an upgrade and I can tell the difference. Groovy. Thank you, Peter, Peter McHugh, my friend, Peter. And yeah, the other roadcaster pro would read, what equipment I was using, but like you said, not as efficiently, I guess, because this one is spot on. So thank you, Peter, for calling in and being a longtime listener. That means a lot to me. I can't tell you all enough how grateful I am for, I say it a lot of times at the end of my show, and I truly mean it, and it sounds corny, but it's so true. I thank you so much for your time. I mean it. There's so many podcasts out there there's so many shows on Netflix and other things going on. You've got your own thing going that you're willing to stop over here and give me 25, 30 minutes of your time it means so much to me. It really, truly does. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, you could help me by one other thing. <laughs> Listen to me. I thanked you all this way. But if you haven't had a chance, please please, please rate and review the show on whatever provider you're using because it helps with the algorithm of my show being noticed by other people. Uh, most of my listeners come from Apple. So if you're over on Apple, that's easy to do. Just a little rate and review, please. It would be great. That's my only thing I ask. And keep listening. That's what I ask too. And give me a call. I want to hear from you. Put your voice on the air just like Peter did. Be put in the archives for all of history to hear because in 150 years from now, somebody's going to stumble across. We live on a planet and they're going to be entertained. I truly feel it. All right, my friends, thanks so much for your time. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. I'll talk to you again real soon. I can't wait to fill you in about my scuba diving adventure. All right, my friends, peace. <laughs>